Death to the Simpas. Death to the Lords. Destroy the Icons. Remember. Brass Daily Recitation. Rebellion Recruitment and Indoctrination Materials. Prologue. Pick a God and pray. I want to close my eyes, but I don't. I refuse. I won't let darkness be the last thing I see. So I watch while my world spins out of control, literally. While our tail twists and our alarms scream and our lights flash and the impossibly loud roar of our failing rotors fills my heart with terror. Not now, I think. Please, not like this. We have 12 more icons to destroy. I never bound with Lucas, and Rose never forgiven me for kissing him. I'm not finished. But with every turn, the rocky desert floor beneath us lurches closer, and out the window, all I see is a dark kaleidoscope of stars, ground, moon, in a whirling, chaotic blur. A cloud of smoke chokes my lungs. I grasp Timma with one hand, clutching my gear to my chest with the other. The outline of the icon shard in my pack is unmistakable as its sharp edges push against my ribs. I always know it's there, along with the power it once seemed to give me back in the hole. Even now, I couldn't forget it if I tried. It doesn't matter, I tell myself. Not anymore. Nothing does. The chopper drops again, and in the front seats, Roe and Fortis almost hit the glass window. Wedged as I am behind them, between Lucas and Timma, my head slams into the back of Roe's seat. Bloody hell, growls Fortis. I feel Lucas's fingers on my shoulder and his fear in my chest. Brutus barks wildly as if he could attack our fate and chase the end away, when in reality he's scrabbling just to stay put in Timma's lap. Stupid dog, stupid fate, stupid, stupid chopper. Hold on, mates, this may be a bit of a rough landing, Fortes calls over his shoulder with the sudden flash of a grim smile. I thought you said you could fly this thing, Rose screams at Fortes, and I feel the clash of panic and anger coming off him in powerful waves. You want to take a crack at it? Fortes shouts, too busy fighting the controls to look up. Dull, Lucas finds my hand and tightens his grip on me, lacing his fingers through mine. He radiates little of his natural warmth tonight, but I know it's there. The tiniest of sparks, even now. We're together, I think. Lucas and me, Roe, all of us. It's something. Grass girl, hothead, buttons, freak. The night we fell out of the sky, at least we were together. At least we had that. The moonlit landscape of wind-sculpted rock and canyons whips around us, and I wonder if this is the end. I wonder who will find us, if anyone. Our seats are shaking violently now. Even the windows are rattling. Timma tightens her grip on me, closing her eyes. Her fear hits me with such force that her touch almost burns. As she touches me, a new idea claws itself into my mind. Timma, we need you. I search for the memory of her at the icon, how she used her fear to shield Lucas from the explosion. I reach out to her. Try, just try. Timma's eyes flash open. 
She stares at her blood tattoo, the colorful streaks and patterns on her arm. She grips Brutus tight, tighter. I hope she can do it. We're going down fast. It's no use. You can't fly a bird with broken wings, Fortis shouts. Hold on, children. Pick a god and pray. Pray, I think, as we slam into the canyon wall. I'm praying, I think, as I listen to the violent clash of metal and rock. Chumash, rancheros, Spaniards, Californians, Americans, grass, the lords, the whole. Chumash, rancheros, Spaniards, Californians, Americans, grass, the lords, the whole. Chumash, rancheros, Spaniards, Californians, Americans, grass, the lords, the whole. I recite it in my mind, the only prayer the Padre really taught me. I pray as I feel the streaming heat of spring.